The Yuletide TV podcast is hosted by three college friends trying to find the best Christmas TV episodes ever made. That quest can, at times, be frustrating, which is a nice way of saying that this show contains explicit content. We know that might get us placed on the naughty list, but better us than you. Come on, Francine, don't make me late for church again. God pays twice as much attention on Christmas, like the media when a white kid goes missing. Welcome to the Yuletide TV Podcast, where me, John, and my two college friends, Brian. Hi. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, we're starting starting hot today, baby. And my other college friend, Chris. Right here. Look for the best Christmas television episodes of all time forever. Hey-o. How are you? Hey, how are you guys doing? Did you did you have a cool time watching an episode of television for the podcast? Yeah. Today or last week or two weeks ago. <laughs> Whenever it happened. Really, who knows? Who knows when this occurred? Dude, I'm feeling your energy. I'm coming off it, right? I'm just really trying to emulate shock jockey radio sidekick <laughs> kind of <laughs> energy, man. Does Audacity have like a fart button? Can I get like a, like a fart button We need going a donkey. Out? We need a fart button. We need a siren. Hey guys, this isn't a Christmas podcast anymore. It's a Howard Stern show. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be gonna just be talking about gross stuff for a while. Most people already think that's what we do on this podcast, anyway. So. Yeah, we oh, are we right. are the baddest boys in Christmas history, but we still get them presents. <laughs> no coal, no coal here, no coal in our stockings. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we go here? Do we want to do an episode summary? Do you guys got anything important you want to talk about? Do we want to do we want to hug? Maybe hold hands a little bit while we do the summary. I'll 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 always hug you, John. Yeah, I mean, well, vir- you know, virtual hugs are about all we can pull off these days. So yes. we might as well take we, them. We respect the panty. We're in the middle of a panty, baby. We're Still not real life hugging. Are we? Are we really calling it the panty now? I guess. I guess we've been calling it the Rona since the beginning, so I don't know why we haven't been calling it the Panty. I saw it on a TikTok today, and it made <laughs> me laugh a lot. So I'm I'm only saying middle of a Panty. John is our John uh, is hosting today, but he's also our consultant for the youths. Yeah, I watch one TikTok a week, pretty much. What happens if you watch two in a week? Does your head explode? I've watched as many as like 20 in a day, but they're like, you're like, the quality on TikTok is like so variant. Cause like, yeah. not everyone is funny and the dances are stupid. So those, those can all be discarded. They're also very clickbaity. I was watching some of Shoshana at the beginning of the panty and it's all like, oh my gosh, I found this thing in my basement. Click through and subscribe, like for part two th- through six. And I'm like, no. We're not doing that. <laughs> no, I will not. You'll, you'll give me all of this at once. TikTok is, like, strictly for, like, Cranberry Guy. That's, like, the only thing it can do well. <laughs> right. It's the only Which thing. is, like, well, yeah, like, where it's, like, there's Bless just. our savior, Cranberry Guy. Like, a sense of irony. They were, like, people with, like, a sense of irony that are also weirdos. That's who can do well on TikTok with, like, millennials. I just get old man angry at TikTok. Like, you kids. <laughs> If you watch, if you like use TikTok for like two days, it'll figure out you're old. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it it absolutely knows I'm old. Uh, I don't need an algae in a panty. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> mine just gives me mine just gives me clips of like people doing voices of dogs referring to them as the authorities and being mad they're like not feeding them eight times a day and then uh like millennials complaining about offices. What do millennials have to complain about offices? The same shit we always complain about because we're lame. Like just doing like little character voices of people that exist in your office or making fun of politics. Oh, That's okay. all all it right. can do. I was That's all say, it can do. There was a point in time where I didn't have an office and now I have an office and I'm very grateful. Oh, and like office in general, like other people. Gotcha. Oh, well then yeah. I make fun of their asses all the time. Yeah, dude, I would. It was I I work I had, my working situation was like right. an office where I had to interact with people and it was actual hell. Yeah. Christian yeah. hell to deal with people every day and I, like wear a suit. I do it to their faces though cuz you can tell by my haircut I'm a manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I used to have I used to have manager they can't cuz it's an audio medium, but I used to have manager hair. Now I have looks like I sell ketamine hair. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I have pretty, my hair's pretty long now, man. I've I've gone back to the long hair, That's awesome. big beard. I regret getting a haircut. Yeah, dude, you should never never sell your soul. Nope. I'm getting immediately repiercing my nose the second I'm not lazy and it's not a panty. <laughs> I We're see back you to watching weird, episodes baby. of The Mandalorian or something like that with a needle. Like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. You're like Cameron from Ferris Bueller's. <laughs> I'm like relatively tattooed and getting pierced is so much worse than getting tattooed. I believe it. <laughs> I just, and no one agrees to that, but I, I cry, cry like a small girl when I get pierced. It's like <laughs> one second, but it sucks. Are you just, okay? Just yeah, it just hurts. It was, it was, it was You're just like a nose. needle in my nose. Your nose is sensitive. It makes your eyes water. <laughs> <laughs> this is judging me. It's because I have thick skin, so it's hard to dig through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, John. But you're notoriously know, thick skin. Thick, my thick, thick skin. <laughs> and now going back to John, thick skin weeding. What's the weather like today, John? <laughs> That's way too close to a different insult, Brian. <laughs> Surprisingly seasonable, though. Like, pretty good weather. You know who always looks professional, though, guys? Guy Fieri. Stan. Stan Smith. Yeah, Stan Smith. Stan American Smith. Dad. Oh, wow. That's his because last we name. are going to talk about American Dad and how lucky he is to be an American Dad. How does it feel that Chris and I are doing 10 minute energy and you have to try and keep it on track? <laughs> uh, I love it, man. I this is a, this is where I thrive. When I when I don't even have to drag the show down, it just starts down and now we're only we're only going like we're going sewers, baby. Hey, as a manager, I can say that's a positive net profit. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I mean, you're regardless of how you look at it, you're starting from somewhere and you're going up. That's positive. What's our what's our cost of operation here? Oh wow, uh, it is so expensive. I yeah, it's higher I than mean, you guys realize. I, yeah. <laughs> I I'm the treasurer. Well, they could donate to the. You all could remember donate to when the you Patreon. voted me treasurer? We need sponsorships soon. <laughs> well, I mean, eventually, like audible and nectar mattresses will be just because they don't give a shit about how many people are or nord vpn nord VPN. Nord vpn yeah yeah <laughs> chris censor all those yet. words censor all those words until they um blue chews that's the other one what's like the whatever the weed candy one is Adam but censor censor all of those until they pay us chris okay yeah i'll get right on that okay thank you 
I'm very I'm very happy for that. I think it'd be really funny for us to be a, a podcast sponsored by Blue Chew. We need to get a partnership with that. That'd be really funny for me. Or the greatest Christmas gift of all, a little toe curling. <laughs> Speaking of toe curling, you know what happens in this episode of American Dad? A little toe curling in a church. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Now I'm in a summary. It's summary time, Yeah, babies. get after it, John. Yeah, yeah. Good luck editing all that, Chris. <laughs> we begin with... <laughs> maybe, maybe start by telling people what we watched. That'd be good. Well... No, uh, we said we watched an American Dad episode. Yeah, but, yeah, but which, which one? one? We watched Rapture's Delight. Okay, where can they find it? They can find it on Hulu. Okay, now we did all the things. What season? Could... It is five. Yeah, five episode yeah. nine. I didn't even I didn't even look at a script for that. Didn't even look <laughs> at it. That's how committed I am to this podcast. Saving it from the sewers. I'm navigating us through this underwater. Lake. Committed to this podcast or American Dad? It could go either way. I'm going to choose Glass Half Full with this podcast. You know, it's a little, it's a half and half. It's a rum and coke. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. I really like this episode. It's that does episode. sound good right now. No, it doesn't. What? No, it has never sounded good. All You're right. Fucking 30. Drink a real drink. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong, Brian. Fuck. Can I find? Can I find the fucking intro? I've tried to segue six uh, times. Fine, John. Go pour yourself a bourbon while intro. I will see you at the end of we'll it. We'll do everything <laughs> you want to do. It's my week, John week. <laughs> All right, but looking at the script, been so ready to read. I just learned how to do it for this. Only these words. The episode that we watched, Raptors Delight begins with an incredibly upset Stan that he's going to be late for church because his wife had to dress like a $2 whore in this economy and all of these fair-weathered Christians coming out for their yearly mass. Francine tries to make it up to him and calm him down by doing by do, uh, by doing him in the slow janitor's closet. <laughs> Unfortunately for the couple, the rapture occurs mid-coitus. Later, they learn from the bottom half of the news duo that Jesus will be giving a walkthrough about his Armageddon plans, and Stan and Francine go to reason with him about not being raptured. Jesus forgives Stan, bent over a trash can, while Francine finds the real Jesus in a diner and strikes up a conversation and becomes his girlfriend for his war against demons, because this time, Jesus can date. And he also can turn water into fun! We jump forward to the demon war. Jesus asks Stan to help save Francine, who has been captured by the Antichrist. After a journey that sees one of Jesus' dad's side project, Roger, help out, and a few oopsie-daisies by Stan, they push it to the limit in a battle with the Antichrist and save Francine. Stan takes a bullet for Jesus out of his love for his wife and dies 90-style and ascends to heaven, where he gets to start the episode again, where this time Francine definitely doesn't look like a whore. So, yeah. We, we, we've introed. How did, how did everyone feel about this episode? Positive. <laughs> yeah pretty, mostly positive reviews pretty pretty for this episode pretty positive i think you know if you're the type of person who likes your uh christmas neat and happy that intro summary may have put you off a little bit to this episode but stick with us but stick with us yeah, i think here. there's there's a lot to talk about there's a lot of good stuff to talk about in this episode i think I think even though the intro is a little like 
this like it's kind of, this episode's like an homage to those like weird like super like 90s where everything has this like weird like occult or like christian armageddon theme to it like movies that you would see on tnt when we were like kids but it actually has like a strong like christmas message on the end of it of like just like loving the people you're with and like regardless like irregardlessly like loving everything about your life and not complaining and being shitty to people in particular your loved ones especially your wife yeah be Big wife guy, Brian. Big wife guy, Brian. <laughs> yeah, Brian, I, Brian, I, I, Brian, Brian, our resident, here, resident wife guy. Big wife energy. Big wife time correspondent, Brian. <laughs> Oof, let me tell you, they do not like it when you single out what they're wearing. Well, especially when you say they look like a $2 whore in this economy, which means it's an Which insult. I have never done. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I haven't. What's the biggest oopsie-daisy you've made with April? Where, where you've like accidentally pissed her off so much. that What's this with and reason? Like, don't don't incriminate yourself or do any, like... We were having a fight two days prior, and then we were kind of over the fight, and then we were walking the dog, and then the fight bubbled up in me again, and I erroneously said, erroneously, this was not the right thing, and I knew this as it was coming out of my head, you give up on anything remotely difficult, and there she is right now <laughs> oh, with the yeah. beer in the doorway. Oh, God. <laughs> And that was just such Brian, why do you do these things to yourself? (laughs) Because it's a great learning moment. And uh, I'm going to take a picture for the gram when this when this episode releases. Oh, no, she's gone. (laughs) Now she's mad again. (laughs) She's mad again. She's she's gone and she's oh, and she's actually gone. She has left. (laughs) (laughs) The divorce papers are in my email. No. How does it feel to know you won't be raptured, Brian? I tell you this story because it was just such the wrong thing to say. And again, I knew this as I was saying this, uh, which is why counting to 10 before saying anything when you're upset is a really good rule to follow. We have since made up. We are still happily. Eh, we're doing all right with our marriage. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she's approaching. Oh, she's approaching closer. I reporter Brian Curran. Hold on a second. She does not. She does not give up on yeah. anything oh, remotely. April, difficult. we we always believed you more than Brian. Apparently, you were believed more than me. Fuck. I love you too. Oh, see? Brian, did did a raptor puppet teach you that wait 10 seconds before you say something in anger lesson? <laughs> no, no, it did not. But goddamn, would that a have Christian, been useful? Christian kids production. Dude, I loved that raptor part. I love the animation and like that back half of it so much. I love when shows just do real weird animation switches. Yeah, because it's fucking metal, dude. That whole back <laughs> half of the of the episode just like slays it's great the animation is this awesome kind of gothic satanic design that is very haunting in a few ways it just reminded me like so much of those like real shitty like movies that would be on like tnt like at like 2 a.m when we were like 12 this is the second time you said this now, the only movie that I remember on TNT was The Matrix and The Postman with Kevin Costner. So if you could please. I will I will find some. Okay. It gave me like a Blade trilogy vibe. <laughs> okay. Oh. But the, po- the Postman is like, a, the, the Postman is like, or Trinity. 
Uh, the postman's a great cut, though. <laughs> That's a, it kind of suits the aesthetic too. We'll we'll say this: it's a great TNT movie. Like that's exactly like these movies that like it just reminds me of those are like what's the movie where Quentin Tarantino doesn't direct but he acts? That would be from Dusk Till Dawn with George yeah. Clooney and Harvey Keitel. Yes, that movie owns, but also that doesn't movie own. does own. <laughs> Selma Hayek's in it. Danny Trejo too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's a good movie. It's a weird movie. It's a weird movie. Yeah, just like this is a very weird episode. Like it's not your. And that's what's great about it is like what other show is going to throw the rapture into the plot of their Christmas and still make it a surprisingly heartfelt message at the end. Yeah, dude, when American Dad is on, it's very on. I think a cartoon is the only thing that could have pulled it off. I oh. I should say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be very hard to do. I would love to see someone do a live action one of this. Oh god it'd be incredible i would be into it like tremendously but i want it directed by someone absolutely insane who like does not respect the source material they're given <laughs> like oh okay let's cast this movie boys who's directing m night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> for a second i was gonna protest and then i remembered the last air yeah that's kind of where i was <laughs> <laughs> like just like an insane like he just would do something insane with it which would be really fun uh it would star nathan fillion as stan oh yep. no i was gonna say jesus and like fillion's oh, really? a good good pull but i i think it'd be a better jesus in this who do you got for stan man i'm like picturing someone in my head i mean honestly if you want to flip it around who the who's the baldwin in firefly <laughs> <laughs> um who's kind of a steven a right-wing nut job now it's yeah that's steven no Baldwin, right? um, is it Dan- danny right no he's not a no he's not a he's not an alec baldwin baldwin he's just a baldwin no he's a he's they're all baldwins they're all no all, all baldwins are baldwins <laughs> i don't know what is that is to think that adam 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 baldwin. okay and then Gwyneth Paltrow is Francine. <laughs> oh, Brian, I stand corrected. He is not related to any of the other Baldwin brothers. Okay. Which we can all agree Alec is the best Baldwin. Sure. Yeah. I guess. That's not if like... That's, that's not an endorsement of Alec yeah, Baldwin. By any means. That's like... Congrats on... <laughs> congrats on being, being the tallest person under six foot tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not 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 really a not really a win, but you did it. Thanks. <laughs> but I was gonna say this episode because I I appreciate you using metal to describe it because it reminds me a lot of like that really good South Park weirdo episode. The like, call it heavy metal one way to midnight, like the cat pee episode, which is about <laughs> as coherent as I've made yep. this episode seem. I promise it's better than my intro. I just wanted to get all the bits in that I thought were really funny. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then I sk- skipped a few of the bits. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like there are some really good bits in this episode, and it's it's a little tough because there's some of the stuff you brought up. It's like it's a little cringy to laugh at, but then it's followed up by something where you're like, oh yeah, that's like I don't think that particularly Stan calling saying his wife looks like a two dollar whore is particularly funny, but him following up by saying. 
the dollar's weak right now is kind of it, yeah, like, <laughs> like I don't, in this in this economy and the dollar's weak right now yeah so just so you know that is an insult yeah and like, like of, of course it was <laughs> yeah well and like later during the actual rapture where he like shoots a kid and, it, and it's like i don't <laughs> think like shooting a kid is that funny but to follow it up with the most ridiculous line which is like oh i just picked a whole bundle of oopsie daisies <laughs> like the most like childish benign thing you can say but it's the seth MacFarlane humor working in a good way where sometimes it can really fall flat i think he's just, i think what works for american dad is that like you can tell they're actually having fun making it yeah like it's like you can tell it's something that fox doesn't want that they're just getting to do because when American Dad was on Fox, it was like probably like, hey man, if if you're getting to do, if I'm making nine million more episodes of Family Guy and giving up my soul for it, I get to do like, I get to put this like in real left wing comedy on your conservative network, and they're like, ah, we like money, so <laughs> I guess like make fun of the government, <laughs> like let's make fun of let's make fun of the people who watch our stupid news network or whatever yeah well it's like this is definitely somewhat a relic of the time where it's like this like making fun of that sort of personality was funny where like now it's kind of scary because the jokes they make yeah you're like oh that is actually something someone might do now but 10 years ago yeah, 10 years ago they weren't threatening. They were like satire, and then somehow the satire became real. Well, art is life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe American Dad caused it. They were like, you made fun of us, we'll show you what we're really like. No. <laughs> I Probably not. I Insert think, like, political reason here is why it started. <laughs> <laughs> I think like I think like six people watched this show. Like me and Chris, and that was yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> And whoever we forced to watch this episode besides us. Yeah, because, I mean, this is our second American Dad episode. It's the only show we have revisited. And this is definitely, you know, we watched the one last year a lot. The one we watched last year was was fine, at least by my standards and how I judged it. Um, But I was left wanting a little bit. And this, I think, just fulfills... Like, it it doesn't leave you wanting anything. It just is so complete and tells... A good story with good jokes, and you can tell they had a very clear idea of what they wanted this episode to be and how they wanted to execute it. Yeah, I think this show is one of the rare shows that got better over time. Because, like, I think the like the first few seasons of American Dad are kind of rough, and they're yeah. not, like, super funny. But, like, kind of towards the back half before it's getting... It's, like, actually really like King of the Hill. Like, King of the Hill is like that, too, as far as, like, an animated show, where it's, like, way funnier by the end than it was in the beginning if you don't agree with me fucking fight me whatever man <laughs> but like i think american dad like picks up like a lot better uh or picks up a lot more and they kind of like the joke of the show is more putting like a conservative person into a ridiculous situation than being like conservatives aren't they weird <laughs> like they find better storytelling avenues like this like where they get weird with it as opposed to just kind of hanging on to that one note conservative gag yeah, where it's like he really loves Reagan. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like Thirty Rock. Once they realize how to jump the shark, as soon as you figure out like what jumping the shark looks like for you and how you can lean into that as much as possible, then it works to your benefit. Now I know Thirty Rock was already kind of 
you know, shark jumpy because it's an animated show about, you know, an American family. But wait, hold on. What this is, well, what, 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 this is what, pretty what, what are you talking about? Image. He said <laughs> the show. The shark. He said the show wrong. You've said 30 Rock like five <laughs> times. What show? Are you... Yeah, this is like this is like the show 30 Rock. Oh. 30 Rock started off and you can just cut, cut, snip, snip this. Until it actually gets coherent. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how much did I have to drink tonight? <laughs> have, hey, buddy, have a little more. Come, jo- uh, no, come join me in the sewers. <laughs> no, uh, but to my point, 30 Rock started off as a show about putting on like a weekly sitcom uh, or a sketch comedy show. Sorry, uh, the show was a sitcom. And they kind of like kept it in a realistic environment world and then they had an episode where they jumped the shark where tracy jordan went on conan o'brien it was just weird and kind of wild and it was a little bit more exaggerated than when they originally intended to do and once they found that they had humor and a lot of fun with the exaggeration that's where the show got really good i think maybe maybe that's more common than we i think that's more common than we think because i think all the shows like we all like to a lot of point like degree to in a lot of ways like really no. like the moment when they figure it out and then they like sometimes oh, lose it yeah. like the simpsons eventually figure like the simpsons figure out like the point of the show for like five seasons and they let it go where it's like <laughs> but what if we just took all the heart out of it and like family guy does the same thing where it's like actually they're good immediately and then only go backwards american dad is better than family guy still so if you didn't like that in season one you won't like it in season two but we're the bad boys <laughs> bad boys of animated christmas television shows get that eggnog spiked (laughs) spike it hard spike it hard with hot spicy takes that american dad's a good show that probably probably i'm like the one person in the world fighting fighting for well and i love i mean i think another way that it really demonstrates like how at least in at this point of the show the writing is a little more is a little more sharp when we get to the Antichrist reveal at the end, who is voiced by Andy Samberg. And we've had all these very demonic, crazy monster images thrown at us between the little uh, raptor educational video to Stan and Jesus road tripping through the hellscape of Armageddon on Earth. Uh, And then all of a sudden Andy Samberg comes out and he's like this crazy 60s Batman villain version of the Antichrist. <laughs> Giving just the greatest vocal performance in American history. <laughs> Deserved an Emmy for it. You know, just killed it. You're a carpenter. I'm not handy at all. That <laughs> that that bit hits so well. And just the just he like comes out and is like trying to explain it to them because even Jesus and Stan are like caught off guard by how loony he is and just the fact that he's like wearing a jumpsuit and a domino mask and just like has these crazy contraptions to try and trap them but they don't work because he is the opposite of jesus so he is a shitty carpenter condemn the mother they know exactly what they did is is one of the funnier christian themed line is like maybe the funniest christian themed line in the episode which is very funny that i can segment that because there's a couple of good ones like when he stan punches jesus in both cheeks yes <laughs> that, that is <laughs> that is that is very good <laughs> i also like the very end too where <laughs> where like they think they have 
defeated the Antichrist, and then he gets his hands on a gun, and he goes, Thou shall not not kill (laughs) it's just just so stupid but it's so like they've they've earned it at that point to to close on that i wonder if that i think that kind of humor just hits really well for like the millennial vibes because like that's like all of like the stuff that was so funny then like like robot chicken is the dumbest show aqua teen is the dumbest show space goes coast to coast is dumb (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like but it's the silliness of it. It's that unashamed, you know what? We're going to put out something that's just weird and we're going to have fun with it and fuck y'all if you don't like it. Yeah. And it's like this episode's a great example of like pop culture reference done right. Yeah. Like cuz it the Batman, it's a it's the Riddler from like the costume is the Riddler from the 60s Batman, which is no. a great reference versus like what his other properties would have done was like <laughs> Lois, remember when Jesus fought the devil, but he was dressed as the Riddler? And, like, then you <laughs> yeah. would have had, like, a stupid five-second cut. Well, and I think that, like, goes not just this episode in comparison to other Seth MacFarlane properties, but just as a Christmas episode and something we don't necessarily see that much, I think, is just how much fun this episode is. There's a lot of fun being had. Go on. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> well, it's just like Tell us on it. Well, it's just I think sometimes shows get bogged down with like trying to really be like super heartfelt or like a little more serious or like we need to have oh, a yeah. message at Christmas and it's like, you know, you can still have a message. Like this this episode still has a message about as as you said, John, about the importance of of family at at the holidays or just in general. But you can still have a lot of fun in between the beginning and getting to the end of that message. And you see that like, especially like in the gags in this episode, like one of them with the rapture at the beginning, where in the different cities, they are cutting to all the bodies floating up into the air. And then you go to Vegas and there's just like one little lone guy floating <laughs> up. I think maybe, I, I don't know if my ratings reflect anything. Cause I'm sure I've liked serious boy Christmas episodes too, but like, I just like, I don't understand. And maybe my disconnect with Christmas like hits hardest here where it's like i don't understand why it has to be so fucking sacred right it's just like i i get it in the i get it in the literal sense like if you are if you do the judeo-christian thing or not even judeo if you just do the christian thing this is like this is your big boy it's probably not the big boy if you do the judeo thing but um but like i don't get like why you like we've moved to the point in the world where like we can interact with everything with a relative sense of humor and I don't understand why everyone in the world must be a snowflake about Christmas. Well, that's because <laughs> there's a war on Christmas, John. And uh... Okay, every Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's only visit that topic. That was last season, wasn't it? That was so last season. I mean, that's, that's most of this season, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's most television Christmas episodes is complaining about how shit is secular. <laughs> I think this is another, this episode is a good example of how you can, like, you don't have to treat it so sacredly because, like, for a lot of the this episode, like, it starts at Christmas, but it's really pushed to the side to a degree where it's, like, you can use Christmas as a stepping off point and, like, leave the actual celebration and how people want to celebrate just kind of, like, off to the side and still tell a story 
launching off of Christmas, which I think this episode does really well. I mean, that's an incredible direction to go with Christmas. A Christmas <laughs> episode, certainly. It is It is a choice that I, I could not be trusted to make or, like, come up with. It's very crea- a creative, creative thought on it. Well, you know, opposite of Don Draper in the episode we watched of Mad Men, where it was the Christmas that he hated, this circles round to the Christmas that Stan loves. Because even though it wasn't Christmas anymore, he decided to go back to December 25th. What? Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's a nice Christmas. His, message. Yeah, his his personal mm-hmm. heaven yeah. is just living his life with his yeah. with his family, and he wants to Getting go back to being better to them. Yeah, yeah. So I think we've we've probably kicked probably kicked around we this demon corpse for a while. Yeah, uh, you guys want to do some final judgments? Hell yeah! All right. We got Ravenous Rapture, Stuck on Earth is the bad one, and uh, Reconnecting with Your Wife. That's the okay one. Or you can do the... What? Cla- or- Why is that the okay... What? Because the best case scenario would get raptured. With Immediately. Yeah, and then reconnect with your wife in heaven. Yeah, well, you'd get re-raptured together. Stan had an okay one. He redeemed himself. So that's like the good one. And then the bad one is, I don't know, like getting like eaten by demons you know what go back to the old scale this one's not working not i'm not as on today i was gonna say i don't agree with your scale john but i will adhere to no it. we're going back to the old one i tried really hard <sighs> all right who wants to go first this is a eight out of ten riddler antichrist <laughs> so eight out- it's just good it's just fun it's-, it's everything we've said about it i mean i don't think it's going to be much of a surprise is- going through these ratings is it a christmas classic Yes. A Navidad El Clasico. I would watch this every year. And I might. It's real good. There's another really good American Dad Christmas episode that... <laughs> good thing if, there's another season of this happening. If, uh, let's not... Only if they all subscribe to our non-existent Patreon and OnlyFans. Yep. Uh, of course. Of course. <laughs> that's how... Monetize. Chris. You can buy my hair on both. Hair packets are our number one seller. Brian <laughs> looks weird now. He's just got chunks missing. <laughs> it's just patches. <laughs> Beard hair costs double. Body hair costs triple. Because <laughs> there's not much of it. It's <laughs> our damn Irish genetics. And that's just genetics. Yeah, that's not a. It, that's not a. That's not a manscaping joke there. I mean, that's why our podcast has been brought to you by Manscaped. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Chris, they'll flood your YouTube you feed. Don't research that. <laughs> the algorithm <laughs> will take over your ads. Don't look that up. Google it once, and then Google Sasquatch soap. <laughs> Especially if you're a male between the ages of 18 and 40. And then, <laughs> ne- then your internet becomes unusable. Yep. <laughs> With the 3.0 weed whacker, you can't go on the computer anymore. <laughs> 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 no better segue for than me for, than that for me yep, to call, now it's your turn chris to to call this a, a christmas classic as well this is an episode i'd seen before it's one i was excited to talk about I, I just think it's fun i just think it's a fun different direction to take it it's got a great title rapture's delight is just fun to say to me and um it's i don't know it's it's funny it's got a good message at the end of the day 
and I don't think the jokes are so inappropriate or crass that it would completely turn you off to watching it. So, well, Chris, as Brian is our wife correspondent, you are our Christian correspondent, <laughs> and if you approve it, that's good enough for me. Just put that <laughs> crucifix stamp right on this podcast or this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's Catholic approved. Yep. <laughs> um, kid tested, Catholic approved. Yeah, it's a it's a classic though for me for sure. I know that's like not surprising because I picked it. I don't know if we've ever not classic one of our own. Maybe like the first the first one, but super good, super well done. It's really fun. It's a weird take on Christmas, which I think there's room for because you can only have so many takes about charity or not being secular on Christmas before your brain falls out your ears. <laughs> and there's like looking a- at you, home improvement. <laughs> I mean, like, that's just, like, the old one, but, like, the I guess the current one that we've struggled with hitting, like, every other episode of is being, like, weird thoughts about secularism, I guess, or, like, being, like, sensitive to it, but... Was that in the Alias episode? Not in this one, but, like... No, yeah. But, like, other episodes that we have, we've covered, including the first American Dad one was about that, and it's, like, to me, the yeah. dumbest fucking theme and maybe i maybe i'm wrong and like other people really think it's funny and and a novel take but it's just lame to me maybe because like the years of working in retail and having to deal with people who fully think there's a or like a war on christmas and if you say holidays you're spitting in their mouth (laughs) but yeah people pay for that yeah and they did not pay me for it but they did yell at me for it and i did not and i did not even get to spit in their mouth (laughs) which disappointing there's always this season yeah there's always this season yeah if you uh send emails to chris about scheduling your your mouth spitting after the panty we're not doing it mid panty we live in wisconsin it's risky here uh, <laughs> probably shouldn't do the bath water either no the bath water's safe well <laughs> bath water's safe chris okay with that i will apologize for a chaotic hosting week and i will mercifully hand the reins of this carriage back to chris to jingle those bells down the trail well i appreciate it thanks for thanks for getting us this far down at least i i think you know an admirable effort all around so (laughs) that's that's the most polite way you could have put it and i appreciate you so on friday we're back i'm back i'm closing out our animated shows week with snowflake day a very special holiday episode from the TV show Clone High, which you can find on the MTV app or YouTube if you want to watch along with us before our episode airs, or if you don't, it doesn't matter. We don't know. We don't know what people like to do. Nobody's told us. <laughs> if you want to tell us, yuletidetv at gmail.com. It's a great way to do it. Or Instagram, Twitter, at yuletidetv. Until that time, you know, we're getting closer to Christmas every time we release a new episode and if you wanted to get us a gift if you're like hey you guys are doing a great job during the panty to help keep my mind off the world potentially coming to an end you know why don't you leave us a review on on uh, on itunes apple Podcasts? that's what it's called now that's the thing sure is chris yeah we're doing a great job review Help John get inside this Christmas. Don't leave him out in the cold. Don't leave us out in the cold. Yeah, it is. I'm going to be real with you guys. It is not looking promising. We're no. looking <laughs> looking like a cold Christmas. We really need your help out there. Yep. You Listen, you guys listen to this episode. You've seen my hosting abilities. Just fucking lie for me in the reviews. 
Yeah. Just help me out a little. Just help. Just help. Yeah. Just help the poor boy out. Just come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. He's not asking for anything else. He's not even asking for, you know, a sleeve of Starburst in his stocking. May we all be so lucky to get a sleeve of Starburst in our stocking. I, I mean, honestly. <laughs> Do you guys eat the yellow? Do you guys eat your yellow Starburst? Yeah. Orange Orange yeah. is the bad one for oh. me. No, oh, they're both. Orange and yellow are both bad. It is pink and red are the only good ones. Yellow, yellow oh, above shit. orange. Okay. This is nice because we all have a flavor that the other likes. <laughs> yeah, we can we can share comfortably. So, you guys, you guys want to get a bag of yeah. Starburst and just <laughs> God, just chow actually, down? Actually, yes. <laughs> but we have to be six feet apart, and then you have to throw them to each other, and we sanitize them as we throw them. Well, no, that's why it's so good. They're all individually wrapped. Or is, if we throw them through a sanitizing mist, <laughs> the masks will only be removed to eat to eat a Starburst mid panty. Yeah. Not a mask in this episode. No mask in sight. No. Real risky no. behavior in American Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. As always, until next time, I've been Chris. I've been Brian. I am John. We're glad you're still alive. Sleigh Bell Sounds provided by Michael Koenig from soundbible.com and Joy to the World provided by freexmasmp3.com.